Hello, everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Cinema Recall Podcast. I'm the Vern, going to keep this little housekeeping session short so we can get into the episode right away. So, originally, I was going to have on guest Bubble Eat from It's Time to Rewind Podcast to talk about the movie Groundhog's Day and perform a scene from it. Uh, right now, I'm fighting a small little cold and just not have a chance to edit that episode, but that should be coming out very shortly. Apologize about that. I know right now I am a featured guest on a few podcasts. One of them is the Let's Chat with Chris Rovell podcast. I'm joined by him and guest Dwight Hurst of the Broken Brains podcast. And me, Dwight, and Chris talk about Nick Cage movies, how to gain more followers. And I know you can find that on the Let's Chat podcast Patreon page. I know there's links on our Patreon page, uh, which is patreon.com slash pod. I'm also a recent guest on the Pop Art Podcast, where me and Howard Kastner talk about two movies where people get stuck inside of a mall. I chose Dawn of the Dead, the 78 version, and Howard chose a French film called Not to Rama. So go check that out, Pop Art Podcast. I'm also going to be a recent guest on the Best Film Ever Podcast, where every month uh, they bring in a bunch of guests in the podcast realm to challenge each other on movies. And I know one of my co-hosts was one of the hosts from the podcast that wouldn't die. My other challenger was from the Namely 90s podcast. There was another lady on there named Debbie Sock. And there was also a mystery guest as well. So definitely check out those other shows. And right now I'm ready to give a small little shout out to some wonderful people who have been very supportive of our podcast. So in no special order, I want to thank these people on Twitter. I want to thank Top Guesser. I want to thank Breakers This Nine Sits, Science Fiction Remnant, Pod Nation's Pod, Old Films Flicker, Josh from Your Next Favorite Movie Podcast, The Well Kept and Unclean Podcast, thank you, The Good Evening Kitties Podcast, thank you very much, Mark and Steve over at Movie Drone, thank you very much, gentlemen, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, thank you. Forza Crowd Podcast, which should be opening or which should be releasing an episode next week in time for Thanksgiving. I want to thank Ryan Altieri, the creator of Forza Crowd. I want to thank Wall to Gum. Oh, here's the thing too. Uh, Josh Williams, who hosts Wall to Gum, me and him were on a recent audio novel series called The Deep Sea Anthology. Uh, this is a book series from our Patreon member, Donnie Roberts from Videorama Pod. And we played some great little voices in this audio novel series. And I hope you get a chance to check it out. We're in part one. I know you can find least of that on our website, cinemarecall.net. I want to thank Trivia underscore Chick. I'm also going to thank Jen McQuaid, from the Shot and Applaud, as well as Naomi and Lydia from Shot and Applaud as well. Uh, but big special shout out to Jen from Shot and Applaud because Jen left me a review on Podchaser, and I'm gonna read that right now. And I think it's uh, it's too nice of her, so I'm gonna say thank you very much, Jen. All right. The Verns got an encyclopedic knowledge of everything film and a passion for podcasting that's evident in his enthusiasm and humor. Always great guests, and I love the eclectic choice of movies. It was amazing doing De Palma's December with him and Shot in the Plot last year. We had such a blast doing Phantom of the Paradise. Can't wait to collaborate on other stuff. Check him out on Instagram too. He'll keep you posted on things. So, wow. Thank you so much, Jen, for that great review. And yes, I would love to collaborate with Lydia and Naomi again. I know you can find that episode of Phantom of the Paradise under Season 5 on our website under De Palma December. 
Thank you very much, Jen. Thank you to Chocolate and Plot. Uh, please check out their podcast. All right. So this episode was a, appeared previously on Patreon, where I read some fun erotic emails, totally inspired by Nikki and her show in bed with Nikki. So check it out there as well. And I am hoping to do some more collaborative work with her in the future. So let's not dabble on anymore. Let's just get into the show. The Fallen Podcast is rated NC-17, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very sultry, steamy bonus episode exclusively for you wonderful Patreon subscribers. So recently, good friend and former guest of the show, Nikki from In Bed with Nikki, she was a guest on another good friend show, Whatever, with Jason Soto. And during their show, which I highly recommend you check out, they read listener questions and emails, and I suggested that I would go ahead and read Penthouse Forum Letters on my show. Now, if you've never heard In Bed With Nikki, Nikki reads a lot of, like, erotic emails and sexual fantasies, sexual encounters from listeners of her show, and she just has the most seductive, sexy voice out there in podcast and radio. It's really, really good. I highly recommend you check out her show as well. And so, for as like a little bit of a joke here, I'm going to read some erotic emails, and I was going to read some messages and emails from penthouse form letters from like the 70s and 80s. The problem is, I can't find that stuff online, and so like the only way I can actually read it on my show is if I actually order penthouse letters and magazines and I'm not going to do that because that costs way too much money so I found a site it's called forumrejects.com and they have a whole bunch of like penthouse letters that were rejected by the editor and they also have a section called crazy craigslist ads so I'm going to read you a few from crazy craigslist ad get the uh, response from that and then I'll probably do some more penthouse reject letters so here's the first one I'm going to read to you it's called I am an accurate sexual partner. Let's set that mood music. Hi, I'm Steve. And when I have sex with a person, it is almost always adequate. Perhaps you would like to have sex with me. I can't promise great sex. I know that many women like really great sets, but there are thousands upon thousands of postings on here for men that promise great sets. I can't make that promise. I know that some people like sets really crazy. They like crazy stuff when it comes to sets. I don't do that sort of thing either. I'm not crazy when it comes to sets. You will have to find that elsewhere on Craigslist. Adequate is the correct word when describing sets with me. Here are some examples of why you would want adequate sets. If you were a woman, whose boyfriend had sex with another woman and you want to have sex with another man, sex with me would surely satisfy that need. I can have sex with you and it would come for that. If you are tired of being alone and you want to feel the presence of another man inside of you, I can have sex with you and it would feel like that. If you are in love with your husband but wonder what it would like to have sex with someone else, I can have sex with you 
and you would feel what it is like. If you are a sets addict, or if you like to have sets with lots of men, I can be one of those men. If you want sets, but are a little frightened of the humongous penises posted here, I don't have a giant penis, mine is adequate. If you want sets, but are concerned that a partner might have a small penis, I don't have a small penis, mine is adequate. If you are the type of woman who gets easily attached to a man, and once you have sex with him, your brain starts to think about him all the time, I am a good choice. Since sex with me is not so great, you will not as be inclined to think about me in such a way after we have sex. If your friends have all had sets with more partners than you and you'll become a little bit jealous, I can add one partner to your score without much trouble. If you are two women who have strong, intimate feelings for each other but don't want to be considered lesbians, you might want to have a man present. I suggest a man who is adequate at sets for this, like myself. I will participate enough so that we can be confident in our straightness. You might be wondering what adequate sets is. I will try to describe what sets with me is like so that I don't make any false promises. Sets with me occurs in a bed. In the summertime, we probably won't have the covers on. In the winter, we will have the covers over us because that seems to provide the right temperature. Sometimes in winter, my feet can be a little cold on your skin. I apologize for that. I don't smell bad. I shower daily and I have good oral hygiene. I floss about three days. I know that I can floss more often, but I can't promise that. If you want me to floss right before our encounter, I can do that. I have floss at home and at work. I'm usually commutative and polite about having sex, so if you want me to do something in particular, like rub slow circles around your nipples, I usually can do that. Sometimes though, I get distracted or overly excited and forget. I am disease free, but sometimes I might have some type of medication in my system. I have allergies, so it isn't unusual for me to use a Syntec, so I can't promise that I will be drug free. My appearance is adequate for a sexual partner. I might be better looking than the average guy, but not good looking enough that everyone wants to have sex with me. Orgasms. It wouldn't be fair if I didn't discuss orgasms in adequate sets. Here it goes. I'm not going to lie about this in the hopes that you will have sex with me. I want to be honest about orgasms and sex with me. Dishonesty here would not be right. So here is what likely will happen orgasm-wise during our sexual encounter. If you're the type of woman that usually has an orgasm during sex, you will probably have one. If you have an orgasm during sex about 50% of the time, you will have one in two chance of having an orgasm during sex with me. If you have never had an orgasm in your life, I'm almost certain that sex with me isn't going to do the job. I can offer to tackle that issue. Final thoughts. My schedule is a little tight, and not with other sexual terrorists, but just with work and all that stuff, so if you're writing, let me know a couple days of when we can have sets, and I'll see if they work. We can meet for coffee first, I'll even buy, I have a coupon for Starbucks. Well, Steve, with a coupon on Starbucks, you will be basically swimming in pussy in no time. So, I wish you luck, Steve, and I don't know this guy, like I said, these are uh, crazy, crazy list ads, I don't even know if anyone answered him back, 
But if it worked for him, hey, there we go. So, <laughs> this next one is called, I Want a Three-Way So Badly. Hi, my name is John, and I want to have a three-way so badly. I want it so badly that I can taste the aftertaste of their crappy, cheery, edible lubricant that I will buy at Lover's Lane beforehand. I want a three-way so badly that I can smell the muskiness of the center of each of the horrors I'll have to hire to make it happen. I want a three-way so badly that I'll buy a college girl's Red Bull Vodkas for the next 10 years. So badly do I want to have two women suck me off that I have kind of stashed in every possible location so that I will never miss the opportunity. Two women at once is such a powerful fantasy that I don't care what they look like, act like, or any if they have watched recently. Hell, I want so badly I will actually engage in foreplay and possibly an afterplay, although once the three-way goes down, all bets are off. I want a three-way so badly that I will continue to claim that my penis size is average, and by average, you know I mean kind of small. After all, I am a dude on Craigslist, so you know that I'm lying. Finding a woman that wants to have sex with me, and also wants to have sex with another woman at the same time, is so important to me that I even read that stupid book, The Secret, in hopes that I can make it happen. Fortunately, I've been visualizing the process occurring about three times a week now since I was 14, so pretty soon, I'm hopeful that a positive result will occur. I would post a picture, but the only one that I have where I don't look dorky is ruined by the cold sore. Alright ladies, are you ready to engage with this guy with his three-way? Uh, it doesn't really give you a contact letter on here, but uh, maybe message me back. I will be able to find this person. Uh... This is hysterical. That's that's a funny one. All right, let's let's, let's do one more. All right, the last one I'm gonna read is called "I Might Be Your Vampire Lover." Hi, I just realized something. I might actually be a vampire. Sure, some folks might want to be a vampire because it is sexy and romantic. Other folks pretend to be a vampire because women want to fall in love with one. Me, I actually think I might be a vampire. Here's why. Number one, I am kind of sparkly. I got this Jerkins chipper lotion out of the clearance rack at work, and when I put it on my skin and go out in the sun, it is sparkly. People look at me strangely too. They don't expect a masculine guy like me to sparkle so much. Number two, I might be able to live forever, but I look young. This is what really convinced me that I am a vampire. I just turned 40, and people can't believe it. I got carded the other day, and it wasn't because the waitress at P.F. Chain wanted a bigger tip either. She thought I was under 21. Last year, I was even asked to show an ID at a Canadian casino. You'll have to be 19 to get in there, and they want to see my ID. That's some crazy vampire shit right there. Number three. Vampires always have fine art and lots of books and stuff. I've got tons of that crap. I probably have every car and driver magazine from the past 20 years, and as far as fine art goes, my place has so many patents of late that is a cavalcade of Thomas Kincaid. Number 4. Vampires know a lot about history and know that it's completely cynical and not worth worrying over. Personally, I can remember when the Raiders were from Oakland, then they moved to the team to LA, now they're Oakland again. I also remember the 80s, and that's coming back too. Number 5. Like a vegetarian vampire, I have a thirst for blood, but eat animals instead. 
Number six. Finally, like all vampires, when I see the neck of a beautiful woman, I want to grab her and put my mouth all over her. Beware though. I can't get involved with mortal women. It will only end in a broken heart. I know from past experiences that after time you'll become frustrated that I'm not aging the same as you and you will just tell me to grow up. It happens all the time. Alright folks, that's it. That's the end of my tales for right now. Let me know if you want me to continue doing this type of thing. There is still a whole bunch of my penthouse form letters of the site, formreaches.com that have been removed and I might do more of this later on. Okay, so I know after those stories, you need a break to cool down. You're getting way too hot right now, so let's take a break. We'll cool off. I'll play some refreshing ad spots from some really great podcasters, and then we'll return for probably the most steamiest story I have to tell. All right, stay tuned. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. This is Tim Costa. I'm Hermano De Silva. And this is Walter Vinci. And together, we are the First Time Watchers Podcast. Each week, we choose a movie to review that none of us has seen. Watch it together. And then discuss. These movies could be new. Or old. Or on our list of shame. You can find us on iTunes by searching for the First Time Watchers Podcast. As well as on Stitcher. And we love interacting with our listeners. So if you have any suggestions, send us a tweet. An email. Or post to our Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. That's right. I mean, it's all about interaction. And talking about what we love. Movies. And you don't have to worry about us going on and on about this and that and the other. And oh, no, look, no, no, let's no. talk stop, about stop, this stop, minutiae shut up, here. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I wonder shut who up. the cat can God damn it, This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. Hey, future applauders. Do you like talking about movies? Like smart movies? Dumb movies? Science fiction movies? Horror movies? Fantasy movies? Do you like listening to people talk about a movie longer than it would take you to actually watch the movie? Do you sit with your friends and rant at great length about things you're passionate about? You may be interested in Shocked and Applaud. Join us while we go through peculiar movies, traditional movies, movies that we just like, movies that we find are sort of like, huh? Do we follow somebody on social media and then they posted about a movie and we're just going to watch it now? Sure, why not? Our podcast is completely unscripted, so you're going to stumble through things with us because we stumble a lot. We're going to laugh. We're going to talk about what's problematic, but really it comes down to talking about movies. You can visit us at shockedandapplaud.com, on Twitter at shockedapplaud, and Facebook at shockedandapplaud. We hope to see you there. This podcast is a proud member of the Let's Chat Club. Find out how you can become a member by going to the website letschatpodcast.net. Hello there, listeners. It's me, your uh, very sensuous host, The Vern, here for yet another edition of In Bed with Vern. This is a somewhat erotic series that I am hosting here for you Patreon subscribers. Uh, this is mainly uh, influenced by In Bed with Nikki. 
Nikki, as you know, has been a past guest on our podcast. We talked about the movie Gilda. I'm going to have her back on again. And Nikki reads a selection of Iraq emails and stories, and she's way more talented at this than I am. But I figured, what the hell? I did one before. I'm going to do another one right now. There is this site called Forum Rejects. And uh, they have a bunch of penthouse letters that were never actually in penthouse. People wrote to penthouse and penthouse rejected these stories. So I'm going to read for you one of them right now. All right. Uh, This one is called A California Butcher Plays House. All right. So just lie back. Get your favorite bottle of wine. Light some candles and here we go. California Butcher plays house. I am a hard working guy. I have read your magazine for several years and never thought I would be able to write a letter. Now I can. One of my customers comes in all the time. She is a professional cook and housekeeper. Alice is a real looker. She comes into the store wearing her little house dress. I have fancied Alice for a long time. I'm a little shy though, so at first I would just make sure she got the best cuts of meats at my butcher shop. It wasn't much, but if I saw a great rib roast come through, I would save it for my Alice. Finally, one day, I got the courage to ask Alice on a date. It was nice. I was nervous, so I wore my best suit and arrived at the house. She lived with a family of eight, and it was a little uncomfortable meeting them all, but I got through it okay. Our date went just swell, and I finished by kissing Alice on the cheek. I was really smitten. Alice was a nice girl, and I was happy to be her sweetheart. One day, my Alice comes into the store. She would need a rib roast for next week because their family would be in Hawaii. Could you bring over a hot sausage instead? Alice asked with a wink. I said, sure I can. After work on Friday, I put on my bell-bottom jeans and my favorite plaid shirt and headed over. When I arrived, Alice was wearing only her bloomers. She told me that she had a plan while her boss was away. Seeing her wear nuts to nothing, I was ready for anything. Alice's plan involved doing it and all the beds in the house. We started with the bunk beds in the girls' room. Then we moved to the bunk beds in the boys' room. Next, we went into her boss's bedroom. They had an enormous bed. Alice said in her years working there that she didn't think they ever use it for anything but reading and sleeping. After we sold the sheets in the master bedrooms, we moved to the couch and the den. Making love in a two-story room has always been a fantasy of mine. Alice said she had more plans. Before I knew it, we were outside trying to fit into Tiger, the dog's house. Alice got down on all fours and tried to fit inside but I wouldn't fit too. We had to settle for a sweet ass sticking out of the door while I plugged her. Good thing they had a big fence around the backyard. A couple of days later, the Bradys returned home, and I haven't seen that kind of action since. Signed, Sam the Butcher. Alright, somebody actually wrote a story about Sam the Butcher from the Brady Bunch. Didn't action with Alice, and yeah. There you go, folks. That's the tip of classy rock entertainment 
that I'm going to bring to you here. Uh, should I do more of these? Let me know in the comments there if you think that they're funny or not. There's a lot of other rejection letters that have been on the site, and they're really kind of funny. Uh, but yes, uh, big shout out to you, all my wonderful Patreon subscribers, or I'm sorry as well. Uh, okay, so we gotta give a shout out here to our wonderful Patreon subscribers. I cannot thank these wonderful group of people enough. So if you want to get bonus shows and early access to episodes, please go on to our Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. So in no special order, I want to give a shout out and thank you to Jeanette Miller-Mickenham at aka Jeanette. Thank you so much, Jeanette. You are so wonderful and great. Uh, check out her stuff over on Instagram. That's fun. And I want to thank Matt and Ashley over at Mashley at the Movies. You gents are amazingly cool, and I cannot thank you enough. Uh, please check out Mashley at the Movies. They are a wonderful show. I want to thank Mr. Jason Soto of Rabbit Hole Podcast and the host of many podcasts on the network, including Whatever with Jason Soto. Between the Stairs, he's the producer of The Simplest, uh, host of Navigating the Multiverse. There's a Doctor Who show on there, so thank you very much, Jason. Go to rabbitholepodcast.com. All right, and then I want to thank Donnie Roberts from Videorama Pod. Donnie, like I said before, has a audio novel book called Deep Sea Anthology. Check that out. Thank you very much, Donnie. I want to thank Linda Castro. Linda Castro, also a video on my pod. She's also plays Mrs. Halverson on the podcast series that I edit, Forza Crowd. She does a great job at that. So thank you, Linda Castro. Really, greatly appreciate that. Again, I got to thank Chris Revel of Let's Chat with Chris Revel. Chris has been an awesome podcaster and host and just all-around great friend. And I thank you very much, Chris, for your support. Go to letschatpodcast.net to see all the great things going on there. And then last but not least, I want to thank my good buddy, Boomer. He's on Twitter at ShumpIsBack. Uh, Boomer has been a great supporter of the show, and he's going to be starting his own podcast soon. I cannot wait to hear from that. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this episode of Cinema Recall. Even though we didn't talk movies on this one, I still thought this episode was very fun. I hope you had fun listening to it. I definitely had fun recording and editing it. Uh, but yeah, that's it right now. Uh, we should be back again, hopefully soon. Uh, don't know really when. Um, maybe next week. Maybe two weeks from now, uh, but I uh, hope you all have a great day and a great evening, and I will see you all soon. Don't forget to follow us on the Twitter at Cinema underscore Recall. We are found on Facebook and Instagram, Cinema Recall Podcast. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes, and I will promise to read it. I'll read it reviews from other places, too, like Podchaser and whatnot, but uh, that's all. Uh, goodbye, everyone.